0: Thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. On today's show, I'm joined by Karen Lee and Cam Potter, a super open, hilarious, and sex positive mother-son duo who hosts the Sex Talk with My Mom podcast. We talk about the benefits of owning your cougarness, how to let someone know you're just not that into them, even after one date, the evolution of straight men and their anal explorations, the good old casual sex debate, and there's even an impromptu call with my own mom to find out more about her sex capades. All this and more, thanks for listening. I'm fascinated with sex tech and innovation, and from the second I heard about UV, I didn't hesitate to jump on board and be part of their Kickstarter campaign, which was a huge success thanks to you. Now it's been over a year, and UV is the hottest thing to hit the sex toy market in years. Why? Well, for one, it's the only product on the market that can sanitize sex toys while charging and discreetly storing them. UV is designed for the intricate contours of luxury sex toys, but can handle anything from hairbrushes to jewelry to remote controls. And not only does it clean and charge my phone every night, the onboard USB ports keeps my toys ready to go. UV makes cleaning toys so easy and it's available in two sizes, the Go Play and the larger home version. I've already furnished my home with a dozen of these. I mean, hey, you know how many sex toys I have. UV is an elegant box with a locking function. I just open the lid, place in my items to be clean, and close the box. Depending on which UV you have, cleaning takes between 5 and 10 minutes. The ultraviolet cleaning system has been proven to eliminate 99.9% of harmful bacteria found on sex toys and other items. If you're a lover of sex toys, you can order one for yourself. To learn more, just click on the UV banner on my website or visit uvclean.com slash Emily. That's U-V-E-E-C-L-E-A-N.com slash Emily today.
1: Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone.
0: You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. So thanks, everyone, for listening to the show. And as you know, I love when you share your feedback. And I was really, really touched by a comment left on iTunes by iHedley. It said this, whether you are still a virgin or not, this podcast is for you. It helps you become more comfortable with all things regarding sex and pleasure so that your next sexual experience, whether it's your first or 50th, by yourself or with a partner, you'll go in with more confidence and have a ball. No pun intended. Thank you, Emily and crew. Keep up the important and amazing work. So this just made me feel so great when I read this. I was really touched when you guys post comments and let us know what you feel about the show. And I shared it with my team and it truly just like, made my day, made, made my week. So more importantly, thank you to all my listeners for supporting the show and for being here with me through this journey. I love hearing from you everywhere. So you can follow me on social. You can get more Sex with Emily anytime you want it. So follow me on all the places you'll go on social. It's at Sex with Emily on Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, and Twitter. And here's why. First of all, I'm always posting as soon as all the episodes are up, but also if you've ever wondered what really happened to sex with Emily, we've got some behind the scenes stuff. We've got snippets from my life and um, I just want to be your source of positivity and light throughout the day. So I love hearing from you and thanks for following me there. Ooh, ooh, ah, ooh, oh, I have to tell you our March contest, it's here. And it's all about oohs. We're actually doing an O's of March contest. You know those, oh, moments, the aha moments when you finally figured something out and just your whole world makes more sense? I'm sure you've had just a few of those in your sex and dating life. So what does that mean? Let me give you some examples about what it really means. So let's say you finally found the spot on your clitoris that makes you go insane. Like when I told you about the clitoral legs and you're like, oh, wow, there are legs. Or maybe you found those words tell your partner exactly how you like to be touched. Or perhaps you discovered a brand new erogenous zone. Maybe you let your fingers do the walking and experience a prostate orgasm. Whatever it is, those ah or those ooh or those aha moments, I want to hear from them. So you can Send me your aha moments that change your life sexually, your dating, your relationship lives, and send it to feedback at sexwithemily.com by April 10th. And we're going to pick four of you and you're going to win a super sexy prize that'll definitely have you going, oh, ah all year long. I'm really excited for my guest today. I have Karen Lee and Cam Poder on the show. They are the host of Sex talk with my mom it's a great podcast it's so fun to listen to and it's really fun to be a guest on it We're very excited you. to have you guys here today so welcome to the sex with Emily podcast okay so i i want to know about tell me how you guys started the podcast because for some people they're thinking well the last thing i want to do is talk about sex with my mom with my mom actually in the room yeah so tell me about how this all came about because it, it works. Thank you. It's
1: so good. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I love. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're, well, we were always very open about talking about sex growing up. She happens to know a lot about sex, and she's not afraid to talk to anyone about it.
2: And you've always been that way, right, Karen Lee? Like, I actually have always like, been very comfortable talking about sex, and, and always like hanging with guys and talking about sex.
1: So, yeah. So, my friends would take advantage of the situation and like come over and ask them about their sex lives.
0: And like, at what age did that start?
1: Like probably high school yeah
0: right I love it but there's nowhere else to go
2: and I it's, no one else talks about it this is amazing Cam's they, mom you yeah. gotta go. Cam's mom Here, like, I gotta come over and talk to your mom and we'd be up to like one, two in the morning, just like sharing stories, especially when they came back from college. And it was so fun because they like talk about when they get there. One guy talked about when he had his chest hair waxed and, and how painful it was. And we were just like laughing. And we'd hear about two threesomes and all kinds of questions. Two Twosomes? Twosomes? Twosomes. sums. If they were lucky, right. Yeah. Or a threesome
0: if they were lucky. Yeah. Do you remember what the questions were? And do they? Do you feel like they're different than they are the kind of questions you get now? Like,
1: Totally, yeah. Okay. Well, we w- I mean, in high and school, I didn't lose my virginity until college. So, right. and most of my friends didn't either. So, we weren't talking about <laughs> really explicit sex questions with her. More like stories. But then, what ended up happening was that when I was seventeen, my dad was murdered, and that was that really flipped our worlds upside down, and brought us really close together.
2: Mm-hmm. And you have two other siblings so right the three you know when when it happened i immediately grabbed him and i said listen this is the worst thing that could ever happen mm. to us but we are a strong family and we are always going to continue to be strong and we're going to move forward and we're going to get through this and we're going to you know we're going to make something happen i did no idea we we're going to make a podcast sex about <laughs> sex <laughs> that came later right <laughs> Right. but i knew we were all going to be okay because right. that was that was this easy focus this, yeah. we're all going to be good
0: right god i mean that's just yeah Tragedy. Yeah. I know we talked about this too. My dad died not he when I was nineteen, and we I think we were talking about this when we went to garage. But there's nothing else. You're not never prepared for this, and it is a, a tragedy. But what a leader you are! Like as a mom, like we're going to get Thank through you. it, and you're a great mom. And all your yeah. kids have now moved to California, and you're all together, it's awesome. which is amazing. It's yeah, a, it's the best. So taking that kind of tragedy, obviously, you look at the side of it, and you're like,
2: how does it bring you closer together? Yeah, we were living it? in Chicago at the time, actually. Um, when
1: well, you eventually started dating again. Yes, I did. And, and I was
2: like, okay, he ain't coming back. I'm going out in the Good dating world. Well, yeah. You know? yeah. And it, did I realize at the time that most of the guys I was going to date were younger guys?
1: Eventually, you decided to start your own YouTube channel. Well,
2: I looked around on YouTube and I was like, oh, I need to know, like, what is a girl? I was in my 40s. What do I do right. in my 40s? You know, and most of that stuff out there are like, Twenty-one year old girls telling you, oh, this is what you gotta do. You gotta play the rules and all the games and, and I'm like, this is not helpful at all. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm uh you know, I've been married twenty-four years. I don't need to love some little whippersnapper tell me about right. her ideas of what sex exactly. is. Exactly. Don't like, oh.
0: text back. You're like, I wanna <laughs> find a nice guy to hang out with, like, what are you talking
2: about? Right. So you took it into your own hands. I took it in my hands, I'm like, I'm making my own YouTube channel, it's gonna be called Love Encore. It's gonna be women in their forties and you know, rah rah, we're gonna all like conquer the world and this is what's oh. gonna happen. And I look at my demographics after like six months, a year, I, all men, 18, <laughs> right. 18 to 34 year old guys looking for looking advice. Looking at you. is Right, what looking they, at you. <laughs> <laughs> like a MILF. Yeah. They, they You're well, like, that's well, reverse right now. It ended up being, I reinvented the word cougar. I said, this is a confident, older, unique, genuine, assertive, and racy woman. Cougar.
0: Oh, say that again. A confident, older, <laughs> unique,
2: genuine, assertive, and racy woman.
0: I love that definition of it. That is amazing.
2: You told back Well, because, back cougar. Emily, you are a Cougar.
0: I know. Uh, <laughs> to, yes. Okay.
2: It's, true. And it really doesn't have that much to do with no. dating younger as much as it's your spirit is younger. You know. Yes. Just, and no one thinks oh, I'm... Lord knows I tried to fix you up with my son. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that would be me.
2: I know. The, the I'm son. the son. He's 28 now. <laughs>
0: And, yeah, but, right, but, you did. I get So, it. so anyway, that the younger most energy. of my
2: audience were these younger guys. And most of the guys that, like, I found when I was out there were younger guys. And just, you know, I, I just feel like younger guys have that joie de vivre. They, they still do. They still love women. They're not, like, jaded, you know, like, uh, they've had to pay alimony and child support, and they hate women. And that's what I would get a lot. These guys would sit me down and, I don't want to spend 20 minutes talking about, like, how this the See, you know what, Tea, right. Their wife's. Right. Oh, right. That, right. That's right. a bad right. word. Got it. It's okay. See your next Tuesday wife right. that they had. I don't <laughs> want to hear that. Okay. I don't want to hear it. But right. anyway, so I started this channel. It really took off as far as like, you know, interviewing porn stars. And, you know, I found that this, <laughs> the sexual component was what people are, or guys, Always. were really looking for. They really wanted to learn more about sex. And I'm open about it. And so it was a very different,
1: you know, viewpoint. Yeah. And so then. Me- well, meanwhile, <laughs> I was at college in. You're at Stanford
0: studying public policy, right? Yes. Nailed right? it.
1: And when my mom told me about her starting a YouTube channel, I was like, oh, this is a great idea. Like, of course, all these women are going to be, are going to get so much good advice. They're going to learn how to date again. And then I'm watching the videos <laughs> come out and the titles are like, a Cougar's Tips on Penis Size. <laughs> and I'm like, You're like, mom, that wasn't happened? the jam I was looking <laughs> yeah, for there. Right. right. But in actuality. <laughs> then it was. So then I started, I, I did stand up. So I was talking a lot about it in my stand up. Like Great yeah i was like selling she wrote a book called a cougar's guide to getting your aspect out there uh, right so i would try to like i was reading passages of that in my stand-up sets like one chapter was called release your inner stripper so i would like go through the steps of so releasing meta, your I inner stripper you yeah took that right okay yeah and then you know eventually we were like we should collaborate and we made a video and then it turned into this podcast
0: okay i like that's that's a really good story And it's working You guys have been doing it For over two years now Yeah There's over three?
1: two years okay. A weekly
2: sex talk With my mom <laughs> We have put So many diverse characters On the show too Like a lot of them Were his old lovers You well, brought
0: in Your old lovers Cam Like ex-girlfriends yes, and stuff
1: yeah, How was that Very uncomfortable Right <laughs> <laughs>
0: Were they like, I never liked your mom? I was like, here's what you were saying. Like, this is what was wrong with you. Like, yeah. do you do a little therapy well, on he, it?
1: We brought
2: a group on one of his first dates. I'm like, that is a no-no. no no. No group on. Yeah. Did you
0: show the group on? Or you could
1: do it. <laughs> you could kind of slide it to the waitress, but well, that's cool. It was. Uh, <laughs> I think we talked about it beforehand. She ended up coming out to me during the date as <laughs> a le- being a lesbian. Oh, okay. So <laughs> so then the date, it, it was yeah. a really topsy-turvy date anyways. Yeah, right. he was,
2: at first he was so excited about the date. Then he brings out the coupon and he realizes that it was not the best idea. And then he finds out that she's not even interested in him anyway, but and she's awesome. Do
0: you find that you guys so on the show are you um are you actually giving each other advice a lot? Like do a you, lot. I know you're giving advice to your listeners, but no. so how do you think after a few years of doing the show, it has impacted your dating life and then your sex life? I think that's such a good question.
1: Or me or my well, mom? whoever wants to start. Well, it's rare that <laughs> I'm giving her sex advice and. It, I don't think you talk about your sex life no. as much as I do.
0: No, but you? I want her to. And my my <laughs> first jive, when I before on your show, I was doing my prep, and, and this is, and I'm just teasing you because it was I only I listened to a few shows, but Karen Lee would start talking. I was like, what? and you'd be like, Mom. I'm like, No, 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 sex talk with my mom. I want to hear
1: about her threesome. <laughs> yeah. let
0: her talk. I'm like yelling at my podcast. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, it's not. I don't think it's as much me backing you away from talking about those subjects. I think it's mainly that you feel like you don't want to share that. Am I right? Or? It's,
2: it's interesting because I think there is a part that I'm comfortable sharing all my past experience. I could talk about everything that's ever happened to me, including like when I was like locked out of a hotel room in my underpants. But I don't know if I told you that. I never heard that story. <laughs> but it, it, the current situation of like, I've been with the same guy for 10 years. And that would be, like, uncomfortable to talk about, like, as we're, right. Know, and guess what? I got laid last night, Cam. I just don't think it's appropriate, you right. know? And it's I, a certain intimacy. You have a connection yeah. to intimacy. Like, and I you have, have to respect us. his privacy as well. We don't even use his name. His name is D's on our show. I, and I've also found... I
1: met him. Yeah, you did.
2: And he, by the
0: way, said him. hello to you. Yeah, please tell him I say hello back. Yeah.
1: yeah. Anyway, i I've, I've also found that when we bring people on that are, that I've had relationships with, it's usually not, like, real... <laughs>
2: Relationships. They're like short flings.
1: Yeah, we went on a date or we hooked up. We had a one night stand, things like that. Because it gets complicated when you're really in an emotional relationship. I mean, I'm sure you've experienced this.
0: Absolutely. To bring, yeah, it gets complicated to bring them onto the show unless it's a casual thing. You know, I.
2: Have you done any of that?
0: I did. I was dating. It's so funny these days. I was dating a guy a few years ago and we were like together and I brought him on the show. And it was it was actually really fun. I haven't listened to it in a while, but it turns out, and we're really good friends now. And actually was gonna—I haven't even told my team this—but he's come, gonna come in next week because we're having dinner. I'm like, you should come by of the office. And I'm like, maybe I should do a show with him because we're really good friends now. I'm like, maybe I should do a show with him again, like a wrap up. It's kind of funny, and I am mostly friends with all my exes. We're actually close, and it'd be kind of interesting. I'd love to have him on. And I like, would love to you bring learn out how I there? evolved, how yeah. have we changed?
1: But yeah. while while it's happening, it's a little tricky. I found in the moment, in right? Navigating—you yeah. don't
0: know if you're gonna together yeah, so what yeah. happened what what happened with you in these experiences well, with the women
1: it's just mainly people that i haven't had that serious relationship okay with. i had sex with one girl and then like a week later she came on the podcast and we had very different experiences and with, he's with me talking about this with, with her
2: and i it think just, i heard
0: this i remember this because that is so interesting just because especially with everything going on now me too we all men and women have very different experiences that don't necessarily end up in the newspaper something bad but you're just we little we could be a conversation about where to go to dinner or how the sex all went down that night Totally And it's it's fascinating and that's why you got to keep talking
1: i was blown away that i mean well can you tell me what was the difference what was it i was like i didn't even care for the experience that much i was like like, oh i feel like you could have sent the sex back if it
0: was a dish. you're like i'm not (laughs) sure
1: right yeah and and she was like that was the best sex (laughs) she's ever had and i was like what is i mean i'll take that but that that was not what i was expecting i thought you would be equally dissatisfied with this experience
0: okay that's really interesting and then mom was what you're like oh
2: I was amazed that this girl was like so like um, comfortable with just like casual sex. Like I, I went there to get laid and I got laid by God, God right. damn it!
1: We were looking for different things. Like right. I'm, I'm inherently wanting more emotional, spiritual sex, quote unquote, spiritual right. sex. But she is always looking for like she you know, mom. No, no, Car-
0: no. Oh, she the chick.
1: Oh, the the, 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 the woman. chick. Okay, got it. Yeah, she okay. she just wanted to get off, and so. Her are you finding are that
0: now so kim you're dating in your 20s right you're so you with someone now or are you
1: Mm-mm. you're dating still dating, so what yeah. what
0: have you found about the whole like hookup culture versus women being more assertive or wanting a commitment what is going on out there with you
2: right now like what <laughs> yeah. is it like it's, we, it's wild we just interviewed two yesterday that was just exactly that Tell
1: subject and yeah it,
0: I mean, and then my follow-up is has me too changed any of that in the last few months oh. but first
1: That's interesting. The first question. The first question, I mean, I think I've always assumed that guys are supposed to want to have sex all the time. Women don't want to have casual sex.
0: Right. It's like the biggest myth.
1: Right. Right. You have to kind of like con them into having casual (laughs) sex with you by promising this like future relationship. Right. Which is so not the case. Like yesterday we had, we talked to two girls who are just looking for casual sex they really are like that's all they want that's all they want because they're like we know what we want in in a relationship we haven't been able to find that with guys out there right now so in the meantime I would like to be sexually active and
2: and they just this can't would be find nice. it. Yeah. Okay. So if you want to hear what happens, you yes. guys got to listen oh, okay. to the podcast. What's the name of the podcast?
0: <laughs> What's the name? Sex of the talk with my mom. No, yeah, that. But this episode.
1: <laughs> this episode will be like what girls want. Okay. That. Oh, that's a good one.
0: That's a good title. So do you find that, that when you're going out with them, are you talking about it? Like, just to give some advice for people on the first, I don't know how many dates you're going on now, but are you talking right away? Do you find that you're both saying like, I'm looking for a relationship, I'm not. Does that that comes up sooner now?
1: Doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm actually in that situation right now where I've yeah, <laughs> look at your about, mom. Mom I was mom is very surprised. She, I thought mom knew everything. I did too. I'm, I'm like finding this out for the first time. Who is this? Yeah, this is a new... I, we've been on two dates and I don't know exactly what she wants, but I don't want like a romantic relationship with her. So why? we're going to have to... How do you I know? don't connect with her in that way. Like I don't... Sexually I, or... I We don't even know yet. We ha- I have not okay. done anything besides kiss with this girl, but I can't see it becoming like a very romantic situation.
0: But why? I'm just wondering...
1: If you You know when you connect with someone so It's you're
0: chemistry. Like, it's not yeah. like it's not like she voted for Trump.
1: No, no, okay. no, no, no. No, it's that ex, that that thing that you can't describe. Right. You're like, I don't really feel like okay. I, I wonder if she listened if yeah, you were I, no, to no, I just no. the like whole thing.
0: I'm like, like, am I gonna delete that thing about the accent? No, I don't know. It's no, fine. It's all good. It'll all be over by she then. Exactly. <laughs> it. it's
1: fine. But yeah, I have to have this conversation with her and say, listen, I don't feel that. And, but if you want to, I'm attracted to you. If you're attracted to me, let's, you know, let's hook up.
0: I think that that is, there is a certain amount of like truth telling that's going on now that kind of has to, I think, with casual dating and online dating. I think there is a lot of um, fatigue that's happening that we're just, we're swiping and we're getting so many matches. And that just to kind of, why not say right away, I I don't know what, even if you don't know what you want, or right now I'm dating a few people. Don't you Mm -hmm. think it's better just to kind of
2: talk about I liked when I was single. I'd like to go with the younger guys specifically because there was never going to be anything. No matter what happened, there's never going to be like, oh, I'm going to be with this guy for the rest of my life, you know? Because there's a like a big age, I mean, huge age difference. What was the huge age difference would, that you? Were? How I, far I'm did going you go like down? Twenty years, I think. Twenty maybe. years. Okay. Some, and no, probably think, not twenty years. That probably no. That's I'm trying that's to. A lot. I'm doing, I'm I have done math twenty, my, but I've done I'm, like ten. No, I'm doing a math in my head. That sounds like. No, it could be twenty. Could be 20. Cam's looking. At you going, no, I did the I don't math, even Mom. Think it's twenty. <laughs> yeah. He's like, it's so twenty. Yeah. But whatever it was, it was like easy because I'm like, okay, if I'm gonna be with someone younger, I'm gonna have a lot of fun. There's gonna be. He's maybe looking just for fun and companionship and sex and and a good time, and not. There's no like, oh, we're gonna end up having children and the obligations, and you know, I'm gonna get married and then white picket fence. You don't have to worry about that. No, you're like, I've already done that. Already got yeah, married. And the pick- guys they don't need it either. Sometimes if they, like, they're they focusing on their career or they're traveling a lot, they don't want that either. So it's like such a good relationship, the Cougar cub relationship. Yeah, it is. How, what,
0: what is your advice for the, the Cougar? I was going to go back to your, your book. and you People can, can still buy your book, correct? Oh, absolutely. Cougar's it's on Amazon. Guide to
2: Getting Your Ass Back Out There. It's on Amazon and Barnes and & Noble. And they should absolutely check it out. What is your top tip if there's anything that we, yeah. Confidence. Like, yeah, confidence. That's my top tip. Everyone's attracted to confidence whether you are a man or a woman, you're attracted to a confident person and nobody wants someone who has less <laughs> if there's a, a huge neediness and insecurity going on there, it's got to be you got to fix your house first. Yeah, that's true. I got gotcha. you. Okay, so, so it's over
0: dating younger and then just like we're saying here in any situation you want to kind of establish where you're both at. i am just not into playing games, so I want to know yeah are we moving in this direction are we not
1: yeah and can we keep it I, I think it i think it requires a lot of emotional work because you gotta you gotta be okay with making people uncomfortable yeah like, i have to be okay with this girl feeling maybe rejection if she wanted right? something more or she could i mean i don't know there's a lot of risk. no i get
0: it it's being the pleaser which right I, i'm i'm such a pleaser too and i like it's, it's terrifying to think that i i, I it's so upsetting to think that I'm going to, like, reject someone or I'm going to make them feel bad. And and, and and that, you know, yeah, like, it feels wrong to be honest about that. And even yeah. talking to younger, like, my niece who's, like, you know, 18, she's like, I feel like I have to, and I shouldn't say no because he's going to feel bad. We all worry about that Midwest. I don't know, just the totally. niceness. No,
2: when I went to school, it wasn't like that. It I went wasn't. to school, and I had... L- I don't think I had any relationship I was always like into just not, not all you were going to school in the free love days though. yeah I was going but, to school when it was like you had we could have sex with one person in the afternoon and have a different one, different one at night and, and nobody thought anything of it <laughs> we all changed partners half the time with wow. my, my sorority and the fraternity the sister brother we, we were no, I mean then, there was no like, incest I'm saying sister no, brother fraternity similarity. I get
0: I it. I know I got the I got the frat language but I, but, the, but it's true the 80s and the 90s then we had like AIDS and then we had all the protection and we didn't have as and much I of I didn't have any
2: AIDS. I just was like in really not when <laughs> not really much in terms of um, venereal disease and and even we we didn't wear condoms. We used right. all kinds of weird berken. <laughs> had N yeah, weird N-care, birth yeah like it was N care ovals. So you stick these yeah. little suppositories, in you and they're supposed to be spermicide or whatever. Lord knows how I didn't end up getting pregnant. Oh right, my thank God.
0: God. No, right. Well, except for with the right time, with three people, three kids, three lovely children, you got <laughs> thank pregnant. You. I wasn't using um, N care
2: ovals then, but thank God. But you weren't using what? They're called N care ovals. I, That's I, what they I, were. They're like some weird little suppositories yeah. that you stick in. So
0: that was more casual then, but no, I guess I think now it's just the whole thing about. Um, not knowing how to disappoint someone. So even I'm getting all these questions, and even from friends and from listeners, like what do you do if you go on a date with someone? Let's say it's one or two dates. Maybe you kissed at the end of the date, but you're just not feeling the vibe. Yeah, Do you ghost? Or are you like, listen, I don't feel a romantic connection? Like what What do
2: you think you do? You don't ghost ever. Yeah, yeah. that's I agree. just not I agree. a not nice thing to do.
1: I think the I, what helps me is to think like, this sounds very corny, but I'm like, the more loving thing, like if I were in the girl's shoes, I would want her to say, hey, I'm not interested in you in, in, you in this way.
0: How would you want her to say it?
1: Maybe just like that. Just like that. I'm
0: not interested in you in that yeah. way. It was yeah. a really fun date. Just say it. Yeah, right? yeah.
1: just fucking say it. Because
0: all it, the time we set, we waste obsessing over, is he going to text back? Is he not? What right. do you really mean by that?
2: Just say it. Totally. Fuck yeah, ghosting. I think guys are just. No, you're right. I just, I, do you think it's guys? Guys are like, I want something black and white. I want to know right away you know I don't want the girl to just like say oh it's not you it's me and you know I'm I, I'm still going back with my old boyfriend do you think that the guy the guys want
0: more direct from the women black and white I think they do they mm-hmm. do and it's funny that you say that because I've had a lot of guy friends actually last week I had a guy friend call me and he's like well let me conference with my buddy and then we did like a little therapy session and they both had gotten text messages from women they had met like on Bumble and they each went on two to three it was a very similar scenario and the both the women had sent and they really liked them you know they thought they did after two dates there was no sex, but I think there was like a make out. And then they sent the woman, both girls sent a text, something to the effect of, "My, it was really fun meeting you. My life is so busy right now, okay. um, but you know, life's crazy, but I'll circle back if I have more time or something. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, what do you think they mean? Like, do you think that that means, she, I sh- sh- should I follow up in a week? Or do, right. do you think, I'm like, mm, put a fork th- in it. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, I think that it's pretty much what they're saying. They're like, but why wouldn't she just say she's not into me? I'm right. like, in a way, they're saying that, or it's, maybe it's true, but even if it's true, she's just not that into you enough yeah. right now to make sacrifices in her life to be there. So, all you know is you, it doesn't matter what it means in analyzing it, they're not available to right. you now. Move on. Yeah. It
2: is so, hard. to It is hard in person to say it. It's much easier over the phone.
1: Yeah. It so, is like, or over text. So
2: I would be like on a date and the guy would be like, uh, I actually had my son call me and had said you you got to pick me up and take me back from the house he was staying at. So he, so I go and we pick with the guy and I pick up my son and and he drops us off and he says can I ask you out again and I'm like yeah yeah sure call me right so I ended up first of all my son said it more like old people in the car. <laughs>
0: So, You're like, mom, what happened to the cougar? You're a cougar. <laughs> no, right. It's not a cougar It smells like ben Gay. So what happened? Happened? It's
2: not like old people in the car, but anyway, it turns out I'm thinking to myself, what do I do? So the guy calls me up, do you want to go out again? I thought it was really good. I'm like, yeah, you know, just, it's not working out. Um, but I do have a girlfriend. And he goes, Is I've been blown off. 13 times in the last 14 dates. Oh my God. This was like the worst one I've ever gotten, but I'll take the girl's number.
1: Oh my God.
0: (laughs) Well, that's a nice offering, right? There you go. But I had, that's a really interesting point I had a, um, that 13 dates in a row. I did the same thing. I went out with some guy and I said to him, and I'm really proud of myself because I think back in the day I would wait a few days or I'd say I am, Busy right now. And I just was like, right after the date, he said, let's go out again. I said, I got to be honest. I wasn't feeling it, but it was so nice meeting you. And he's like, well, thanks for telling me. I had a feeling when we were walking to the car. And then he said, but I know that you're an expert. I'd love to talk to you and know what I could have done differently. Oh. And know what I could... like Do you have any advice for me? Because I'm thinking your guy with the 13 rejections,
2: that could well, have been helpful. All, why would... Anybody tell that you want? If you want me, you don't tell me that you've been rejected thirteen times. Because why would I find him to be? I'm not the diamond in the rough here. That's gonna exactly. <laughs> I mean, he's not the diamond in the rough that I'm gonna pull out. After right, that. right. Well, that's probably starting with one thing. Like
0: you don't need to share that with everybody. Right. But I just, I was like, that's a really interesting. Because what if we could get some kind of like play by play after and be like, okay, are we, are we strong enough? Our ego's big enough? Can we take it? Like, I want to know why you. Ghosted or didn't call or it didn't yeah. work. Well That's, that's what, what we're
1: experimenti- experimenting experimenting yeah. with yeah. on the show on wish the show. my mom next to
0: me. I love that. Oh, that. so. You're, this is a serial, like a segment.
1: Like yeah. what we went
2: have, wrong? We have well, done. We have, have done a number happen. of these. He would bring on an, a lot of even through college. In this, it's like five six years later that the date was, and we'll bring on the girl and she'll tell him exactly what was going so on. What yeah. kind of
0: information? Do you mind? Can we replay it? What kind of information have we gotten?
2: Are there any good themes here that you've learned? Mixed messages. I think that they didn't really know. That cam was even interested I totally think. yeah that's, yeah, that's the a biggest, big one
1: yeah okay but that also it might <laughs> now you're doubting it no. well sometimes i'm I, I think i might use that as an excuse for just not wanting to say yeah i'm not into you hmm. and and so then she's like oh i didn't realize that there could have been a possibility. yeah
2: but one of them was like you
1: really were into it and who are you talking about amber Okay, so in this situation, <laughs> I was very into her. And she came on the podcast and was like, no, I just want to be friends. Okay. And, and then she gave like a little... It was a day after our date, or two oh. days after our date. And I'm like, oh, okay, getting friend zoned. Right. Mm, right here. right there. Yes. right. And then
2: she said, she left the door open a little bit. And what would she say to you? Like, well, I'm not... I
1: know. I know. I'm not, I'm not saying it's completely out of the picture. Right, because we
2: all want to keep our options open. Right, right, right. We do do that. And
1: the other thing I was thinking about is that, like, one thing that concerns me is when to have this discussion. Okay, right like, After two dates is, is that Like does that merit This type of discussion Maybe she's not even Thinking about this at all Like potentially Leading to a relationship Right Maybe it, I'm overanalyzing
0: It's so interesting Because when do you Have these discussions Because there is That whole like If you're like I'm just seeing you As a friend We're like We just got to know each other Like how do you even know yet After one date
2: I think you know After five
0: seconds Yeah, you do, right I feel like uh, See, I would like to say that But I feel like I have had people Sort of grow I say they grow on me <laughs> in many ways, but um, it's more like perhaps I had judgments or I, I thought that they were a certain way after one date and maybe they weren't. And if I was interested in enough, I might give it a second date hmm. just to check it. And sometimes I'm wrong. Like I've been wrong that it's, and then I actually like them more than I thought, but having that talk, it's more like, I don't think that's when you would say like, I wasn't into because I thought you were cheap and you didn't pay the bill or whatever. Cause that's. Or I thought you were an asshole. But it's more like I think it's okay to say these are the kind of things I think that you could say early on is that what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm actually casually dating a bunch of people right now or a few people right now, and I want you to know that. Or you could let them know that, I guess I didn't really feel a romantic connection if you didn't. Mm -hmm. I think you could say that after the first or second date if you don't want to keep just playing Right. Texting tag or whatever it's called. What right?
2: Yeah. I mean what do you I think? I just remember like you immediately just I you know you what you don't want immediately. Like if right. there's just like the guy walked in, he looked like he's got a Beatles haircut. <laughs> It's got, it's just like, it, you know. There's, if you're just not attracted to someone,
1: yeah, that attractive.
0: I know. That I can tell right away, but there's some people that I'm like. If they're borderline, give them a second borderline. chance. Borderline. I
1: like the Beatles haircut. I, <laughs>
0: See, we <laughs> all like something different. Not <laughs> attractive at all. How has your sex life like changed at all doing this show? Because you probably have a much bigger spotlight on it, and you're also totally. thinking I have to tell my mother in the morning. Right, so, yeah. Yeah, but or for both of you, or even just over time, anything you've noticed how you're, you've are you become more yeah powered or asking for things or turned on by things you didn't know before
1: well I knew very little about sex before this I mean okay. like just through what I experienced right I'm, which was limited right and so through this podcast we've talked to so many people and I've learned about BDSM I've talked about anal play <laughs> these are things I would never have even considered in the past and now I'm like oh yeah let's try it out we'll see where it goes the right.
0: oh, okay. <laughs> anal are talking about I it. I haven't
1: yet. tried anal play okay. yet. This is the newest endeavor that I'm, we're trying to figure out. And Cam's got some really good ideas for the future of, <laughs> of anal. You
0: tell me about the future of anal. Anal is huge. I am 2017 was the year of anal licking.
2: Oh, really? Yeah, it was another people were really into anal
0: licking it anal just was I, you know
2: i do these live streams monday wednesday <laughs> friday and it's a constant theme right how do you love anal how do i get my wife to do anal how do i get her to do anal 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 am i gay if i do anal i mean yeah. it is Obsession. anal is the
1: new black anal. that's it <laughs> right so cam came up with this great idea well i cam, I'm, i am convinced it. that i think anal play is going to become much more popular for straight men moving forward yes because prostate they're going to be, play. yeah, prostate play,
0: not just having anal sex with a, a woman but right. men who your are straight. Your own anus. Yes, anus. they should. Just as. like
2: grooming at first started yes. out in the gay community now it's spilled over into the...
0: Right, just like grooming. Yeah. Exactly, just like grooming from the gay community we are now also taking on anal sex yes. for straight men. I like it. But here I, we I go. Will say, I are you I grooming have, your anus though? I,
1: I, <laughs> okay, yes. Are no. you
2: bleaching your asshole? <laughs>
1: no <laughs> mother, I'm not bleaching my asshole. Not yet.
0: Not yet. We're open, we're cool. Yeah. Everything goes well. Okay, I, but I, anal, I, go ahead, anal play. Anal play. I think as
1: people People grow more comfortable with like fluid sexuality that it's not so taboo to th- this will become more popular i think guys are, are becoming well what so, about your idea what is my
2: idea your prostate massager
1: oh i think we should have a prostate have, massager for men I that, I that have, already exists i yeah, have I one mean, in my closet for you before you leave <laughs>
0: <laughs> you can't even, literally right there Wait,
1: so i have not even had a finger in my butt right so <laughs> it, fine. i think that's the first we'll start get there. yeah i yeah. think the prostate massager is very intimidating or do it, right now well, or you could do it on your
0: own i think you're right actually that's kind of an evolution of anal is that i believe that what i've noticed because after doing this for so long you know we get 13 years of emails and questions that there has been a trend and it's just in the last year or so that because i've always said hey does it make you gay and explore it and like it's the male g-spot and you guys go exploring why not well, where did you get that idea year, from
2: though i mean like how oh, why do you feel that I've way study because i know
0: it mm-hmm. i know that because i know it personally <laughs> and i know it just because it's true because the reason why men aren't doing it straight men is because they, Society. Think they get to make some gay society's yeah. telling them it's for exiting not for entering that it'll make it's a million different things but i'm telling them that like nine out of ten men are like who have tried and done it correctly are like Oh my God, that was the most explosive, amazing orgasm Mm -hmm. I've ever Mm -hmm. had. And I can't believe I didn't know. And it's like a whole thing. And they're like, forget stigmas, forget the whole thing. But I'm just realizing in the last year that we actually, and it used to be me suggesting it. And even women would be like, I kind of want to try it. And now single or straight men are saying, I'm ready. I want to do it. Yeah. So I think you're right that it, it's turning.
1: It, it's turning. I mean, if you're promised an orgasm that's three to ten times stronger than a, a penis orgasm, why the hell wouldn't you do it? Suck it up. Right. Who gives a Let, shit if you look good for a second? Yeah, get suck
0: a, it up. That's right, exactly. Yeah. Get if over you're yourself. Not, right, yeah. exactly. I'm surprised men didn't get on this sooner. But, yeah, but like, what are like, they doing? An orgasm that's even stronger than this yeah. orgasm what that you're obsessed you? with yeah. already? Yeah, yeah.
2: That's yeah. what I'm saying. Because men are like, one and done. Let's get that, you know, right. and they don't have a lot of patience. They just want to do something really quick. And if you do this whole prostate thing, it's going to, it takes a little while. It to, does. It's going to yes. take 20 you minutes. You just put a finger in,
0: Yeah, it's a thing. So exploring during masturbation yeah. or like, we, I have some great anal lube you can take home with you. Um, <laughs> We're going to walk out complex. of here with all yes. you, all of all <laughs> the things true. that you promised us. It's been us. known to happen. I think you're right. I think it's exploration. The Guys can do it on their own or their partners can help them along.
1: So this is theoretical for me right now. By theory, it sounds very good. And you'll yeah. hear on our podcast. When it happens.
2: When it, no, it I'll, happen. g- I'll, give, I'll
1: give updates. <laughs> We're going to get a blow by blow. But no, it's a great no place attendance. to
2: start. So
0: just get, to give advice here to my listeners that you really don't want to start with like putting a finger all the way in, but you want to start with use lots of lube and just there's so many nerve endings right outside the anus. You just take your finger and you can kind of massage outside of it. And then maybe when you're masturbating, you could put a finger inside And this is for women too, by the way. Yes. Women should be... Expe- there's no shoulds but it might be nice to take a gander to your back door
1: but is it as pleasurable for women if they don't have a prostate
0: for many women it is yeah for a lot of women it can be very very pleasurable you know mm. a lot of women can have orgasms that way or it's just different sensations there's so many nerve endings it yeah, right, can feel right. so good it's not the guarantee like oh my god for men that pretty much you're going to have a killer wow. orgasm it's for a guarantee women, Okay, I shouldn't say guarantee but it's more likely it, that it's going to feel amazing And money awesome. back guarantee she's going to ask you for all those
2: toys oh, back up your house be careful <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't want him back. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's pretty much like if you do it right, like it's going to feel you know, with a finger or just even your partner doing it or even just, you know, the taint, do a little pushing. Up there.
2: <laughs> you know, the whole thing is that people uh-huh. like what's naughty and what's dirty and what Tabu. they're not supposed to do. Right. And this is kind of like, the, I mean, I, I was into this, like, you know, play one. Um, here we go. Good. Tell with, me. With, with Cam's dad. I mean I, oh so no. this is okay. being not revealed on, I've no, never heard of not this on, not on him on me it was like you know not a big deal but <laughs> he's it, like I didn't know that it, didn't wasn't, it wasn't anal sex it was just anal pl- finger play okay Okay. and, and you then, liked it I love that shit right <laughs> it's good right no it's so cause right it's the finger t- <laughs> <laughs> nothing to do shit to, it, it was not part of that
0: right wait what was it I the go shit? I love that shit and I'm right. like no that no. there matter. was no shit not but there can be and it's sex is messy I'm just saying, oh, if there was God, shit Emily. It could be. It's messy and beautiful. Oh, okay. Anyway. So you like the little, right? A little finger, right? It's fine with some lube. It feels great for men and for women. But why not? Our bodies have such a limited capacity for pleasure that why not take a visit to all the different orifices? Yeah. See what happens. Yeah. I
2: always told you was
1: that a sounds really Do you know this was a boundary? We never talked about this on our show. Okay. Because every time it was brought up, you would say, I don't want to talk about that.
0: So well, this also, is a free- Look, you I mean, guys are breaking through. Well, this Break- is a breakthrough. breakthrough. You asked for it, Emily. You got I it. I did. I love it. So he, you've never talked
2: about sex with his father before? No, I've talked way. about plenty of sex okay. with his father. No, but just it's anal. It's not oh, anal. well, right. Anal from her perspective. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he's, he's heard enough about it. He can tell you stories.
0: <laughs> and what about now, though, in, in anal? Are you uh, friends? Do you like it?
2: Like, yeah, I actually, I still, I'm still, still discovering different things with it, you know, with my boyfriend and I, but we don't
1: like to talk about personal stuff. Either. Right. No, I get it. Okay. Uh, but you, it's, would yeah. it be weird for you to talk t- about anal with your mom? Like, ask her if she's No, my
0: mom is very much, Um, my mom's really open about sex. I actually have never asked her that, and I actually kind of want to call her right
2: let's now. Let's <laughs> right now. Let's do it. Let's oh. call mom. Oh, let's my call my mom. My mom's amazing. I want to meet your oh. mom. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hi, Emma.
0: I'm good. I'm good. What, are you busy? Uh,
2: no, I could talk to you for a couple minutes. I'm just waiting to be picked up to go off for dinner. Okay.
0: I'm on my podcast right now, and I have this amazing, I have, there's a podcast called Sex Talk with My Mom, Karen Lee and Cam, and they're on my podcast. They have a sex podcast where they talk about sex, not about each other, but they give advice. And Hi, they're a mom, and hi mom. Hi, mom. It's Karen Lee and hi. Cam. Hi. Hi. Hi, ladies. So you're on the, hi, and man, man, a it. son. It's with your <laughs> <their> son. <laughs> you
1: know, <laughs> hi, lady and man.
0: Thank you. Uh, but, Mom, I have a question about um, anal sex.
2: Oi. Oi. Oi.
0: Is it something that you've ever um, experimented with?
2: I'm not I'm not really answering this question. Okay. Really? I love you, okay, Mom. Mom. That's okay. You don't have to. Is no. there any other sex? It, it, you know, it's boundary crossing.
0: Boundaries. See, there you I got know. it. Um, anything you want to share at all about sex? That isn't about boundary sex? crossing. Not
2: really.
0: <laughs> I, okay. The
1: car just arrived.
0: Sorry, I Mom. Mean, you
2: sort of caught, you caught
0: me on Where's I mean, I, I, I you know. Okay, here's know my question. Called. Is anal yeah. play, even if it's not in your life, was anal sex ever a thing 20 years ago? Did it no, come up? No,
2: I mean, it's something that people talked about. It's not anything that was popular, if that's what you mean. Ask her yeah.
0: why she's uncomfortable. Why does it make you uncomfortable to talk about anal? No, it's
2: okay. My ride is here, though.
0: I can oh. <laughs> okay, love you, Mom. <laughs> I'll talk to <laughs> you later. Bye. I love you. Don't be mad.
1: Oh, oh my God. God. That is so <laughs> perfect.
2: That is the best yeah. sex talk with my mom I've ever that had. Was, I wanted to, like, do sex talk with my mom. It yeah. makes
1: me jealous. Jo- yeah. That's so amazing. She had the same response you did when yeah. when we brought yeah. it up.
2: Yeah that I was, was like, your response like, in the yeah, beginning I was like until oh. today I didn't actually oh say oi but I <laughs> felt I felt oy but, I mean, as long as it's not, like, going into graphic detail. But I'm, this is your I'm, job, I'm willing, too. You're yeah. educating people on your podcast. It's like, be right. Yeah. It, and it's just, for whatever reason, it's weird when you talk to your kids about something that private. Yeah. yeah.
0: But, but again, what we all want is, it. Again, we want again, openness. it openness. but why not make it more open and be like, it's like talk. you would talk about if you went to the dentist and something had right. to happen and there's gums. I know it's very different, but it shouldn't be because it's our right. sexual health and it's about pleasure. And what if he was doing it wrong and, yeah. and I don't totally. know I, I just think that a lot of people have bad first time anal experiences or different expectations but I love that you just opened up yeah. it's a big moment I, my I mom shut
1: down you opened up <laughs> <laughs> I think by not talking about it it, it makes it even though yes it makes it taboo like yeah. something is wrong with it mm-hmm. and then there's all the shame associated with it mm-hmm. and you, you know it, it creates all these barriers. Mm-hmm. That said, I mean, maybe those barriers are good. I don't know.
2: I mean, I think it's great that you guys do handle those, it, those it, boundaries. It has a lot and to
1: do with Cam's
2: comfort level, though. I can sense his comfort level. I don't give level.
1: a shit if you talk about anal. But you but might
2: you have might six have, months ago. Yeah, well, That's true. That might be true.
0: Yeah, you guys have done Somebody a lot. It's almost like to, therapy with the two of you.
2: It, it is. Right? It, it yeah. totally is. You work we do. a lot of stuff we, out. And you asked about if we share. and an, an, We do. We we help each other like you know maybe not specifically about sex but like relationship advice and things like that we'll bounce things off of each other because we're you know we work so intensely together so we're able to talk about stuff more openly the heart that's our goal for for our podcast tell me what's the goal It's really to make people more open with each other. It doesn't If it's a coworker or it's a parent or if it's a child or it's a friend, we want everyone to be able to discuss stuff and talk right. about it openly because that's where the problems begin when you don't talk about it's it. It's so true. It's so that's true. That's why and most there's a lot of rape and things, <laughs> miscommunication, things like that, because people don't share. It. People don't talk. Right. The, parents will talk about it. To their kids, sometimes I think the kids don't actually
0: want to hear about it from their parents. So I've been trying to think about what would be the best way to educate kids. today but someone has to talk about it in a mm-hmm. very healthy, open way. So if you can talk about other people's kids, maybe, but your t- kid obviously and I it works. I talk to
2: a lot of. people I, I love it. I've, I've inherited a lot of kids because no, of this. but
0: that's thing. See, it worked. I think that what the kids want in a group where they feel safe. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. his friends, you know, but like I think one on I don't. Know, it just can be harder for parents. But I think what your podcast is also demonstrating that like a mother and son can have this relationship mm-hmm. and it's healthy mm-hmm. and it works. So I love that. It's thank you setting that up that example but what were you just going to say and then we're going to move on to emails which i'm excited about
1: uh i was just going to say that it's a lot harder than i thought it would be to actually have these conversations because to have your mom involved with your sex life it, <laughs> it's, for some reason you don't want to necessarily um express sexuality when you're around your parents right and because so, of i don't know I, I i don't know if it's shame or if it's it's just a really hard thing to do.
0: I get, I get that. Yeah, it's like we don't want to think about our parents as, as sexual. You don't want to right. judge
2: it. And you know, yesterday we were interviewing this this girl, and she's like, "I love the fact that my parents were always like hugging and kissing and showing affection." Right. But that's still not sex, and you know. Right. Right. At least she saw healthy like intimacy, making out and grabbing each other's ass or whatever. Right. That, you know, that's a different sexual
1: that, that, thing. That is. is a different
0: thing. But I think it's great when I think when parents demonstrate intimacy and touch and. In front of their parents that kind of touch not like anal touching um you guys are awesome <laughs> i mean i yeah karen lee and cam oh. sex talk with my mom such a fun podcast i want to ask you guys well first i have a few rapid fire questions that we ask all of our guests and then i want you guys to answer some emails and get, help me give advice let's to do it listeners. okay ready mm-hmm. we'll go
1: back and forth okay okay um your
0: biggest turn on karen lee
1: confidence <laughs> cam i think if i see her turned on not my mom. The girl. <laughs> I,
2: you pointed at me. No, okay. I'm. I, that's I,
1: weird. No, I was just pointing the person, the person I'm hooking up with. She's no, turned, she's on, turned I on. I get turned on. Yeah. I
0: love it. He's such, a sensitive,
2: he's such a good man. He is. He's okay. a Pisces. I know. Oh, is that what it is? Okay, biggest turn off?
1: Being a dick. <laughs>
2: I am sorry. If someone's a dick, it's yeah. a big turn off to me.
1: Yeah, I think if the person is not being present with me, that's a super big turn off.
2: Okay.
0: Craziest place you've ever gotten busy? Mm. Me? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like
2: Must I choose? Where do I begin? Uh, probably a fire escape. <laughs> awesome. Like on the pole, or just uh, Like uh, on the landing, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and weirdly enough, that was not the guy's first time experience on the fire escape either. So that's strange, but okay. It's a good one. Yeah. Okay.
1: I don't think any crazy place, but like on just like on a lot of different levels of the room. Like. What? <laughs>
0: what like on the windowsill like, to the bed to the yeah, floor? Yeah, yeah.
1: There were like a oh. lot of. Levels at one one night, yeah.
0: Okay, Okay. tell me one thing you want to try sexually that you haven't yet, if there's anything, or that you're excited about.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We, are, we might already oh, know Cam's answer. got the answer to
2: that one, don't we? I, I don't literally just...
0: need you to call me or text, <laughs> text. You tell me. The,
2: send me the podcast <laughs> or text about. No, I, I'm, I'm... I know you've done... I know this is... I've pretty much done it all. No, I actually have not. I have never had like a menage a trois. I don't know that oh. I want to, though, either. It's weird, because I've always like thought about it, but I don't think I've ever... I, I don't think I ever really want to do it. It's weird. Right, and you're in... Well, did you have a post about it having uh, three Probably. Right. right. I get it having one. Okay, but maybe it's a bucket list if it comes around. I, I don't know. It maybe being on a porn shoot if that even counts as a sexual or something. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, being on a porn shoot. Okay. I mean, I like I'd like to watch a porn shoot. Oh yeah. We can make that happen. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah,
0: that's fine. <laughs> I don't okay, know why good. I Okay, that was good. That okay, you guys, thank you very
2: much. Mm-hmm. We're going to take a quick
0: break, a shout out to our sponsors, and then we are going to do some emails. We'll be right back. Have you ever heard that saying you don't know what you don't know? Well, that is the very best way I can describe my life before I started using the Intensity by moi. Kegel exercises have always been part of my routine, but I didn't realize exactly how strong my pelvic floor could be until I tried it. The Intensity delivers gentle electrostimulation to the PC muscle group, creating an extremely effective Kegel workout automatically. Yep, it does your Kegels for you. You just lie back and it does it and you're done. Not only does a strong pelvic floor help prevent the old sneeze and pee, it increases the strength and frequency of your orgasms, which is why I've stuck with my routine for so long. And now Pour Moi has two devices to choose from. The intensity, which doubles as an awesome rabbit vibrator, and the Apex, which delivers the same electrostimulation without the vibrator function. The Apex is the perfect option for women who are sensitive to stimulation, but still want an effortless kegel workout. To learn more about the intensity and the Apex, click on the Pormois banner on my website or visit P-O-U-R-M-O-I dot slash Emily. That's Pormois slash Emily. The other day, my friends at Adam and Eve called to ask me if I wanted to give away free vibrators to my audience. I said no. I'm kidding. Of course I said yes, but only for a very limited time when you use code Emily at adamandeve.com. They're going to send you a free pocket rocket with your order. Pocket rockets are great little vibrators. They're perfect for clitoral stimulation alone or with a partner. They're super easy to use and compact enough to stash anywhere. Oh, on top of the free pocket rocket, Adam and Eve will also chop 50% off the price of almost any single item and ship the whole order for free, to get in on this deal, just go to adamandeve.com and enter code EMILY at checkout. I suggest you do it before they realize just how many of you are out there.
1: And now we're on to emails. Do you have a question you'd like Emily to answer on the show? I love that. We've made it very easy for you to ask her a question. Use the option that's easiest for you. Number one, you can text. This is a very personal way of getting in touch with Emily. Just text "Ask Emily" all one word, to 797979, that's Ask Emily, A-S-K-E-M-I-L-Y, to the number 797979, that's a very easy number to remember, you can do it right now, your normal message and data rates may apply, you'll receive a short form where you can enter your question and contact details, if you'd like her to call you during a future caller show, please indicate yes on the form. You can also submit a question from the sexwithemily.com website via the Ask Emily tab. She loves it when you include information that will help her, you know, your gender, your age, where you live, how you listen to the show, you know, basic information. And that's it. It's very easy. Just go ahead and do it. She can't wait. That's so good. (laughs) Okay, so this
0: is from Jen, age 26, New York. Emily, recently I heard you talk about a toxic friends with benefits situation, but I want to ask for your advice about a healthy one. I started seeing this guy about two years ago and since then I see him every week or two and we've gone up to a few months without seeing each other. The sex is great, he loves pleasing me and we still try new things and keep it interesting. It's been a very comfortable low pressure hookup which is why it's gone on for so long. However, I don't see myself ever dating this guy since I don't have romantic feelings towards him. Someday I want to fall in love and be in a monogamous relationship. I'm wondering if I should end things with my FWB because I sort of feel like I'm using him until something better comes along or is it silly to end a great source of sex if it's not exclusive and I can still meet other people? Thanks for all you do. It's Jen 26.
2: Jen. Jen. Yeah. This is an easy one, Jen.
0: Oh, okay. Because I was thinking like, yeah, she's got to, if she knows she wants something else, it's going to take up, I think, my okay, my opinion is if she already knows it's not going to go anywhere and the sex is great but she wants a long-term relationship, she's got to cut it because that sex is taking up space in her brain, her life, her time that she won't be able to
1: attract in someone new. Oh, magic life-changing art of tidying up over here. Yeah,
2: exactly. Cut it out if
1: it's not sparking joy. Nah, no,
2: I'm, I'm going the other way. Okay, good. This it, is it was, What, every couple months or something, it's not going to take up too much of her emotional uh, space or whatever it is and she's, she could always end it because I've been in those situations. <laughs> like I have been I've been in those. They work. They Sex with like once. Every few months is perfect. You get you get it on. You, you get all the toxins released, and then you go back to you know pursuing other outlets. So I, I think she she's got a good situation. Don't blow that off because you don't know how long it can be before she finds another relationship. It could be and years. She might want and she, the sex. She, she likes the sex. And she said, I mean, she
0: says, I have seen him every week or two. So I guess if she could space that, yeah, Yeah, I think that's a a really good point. Make it once
1: a month if it's really bothering her. Right. I think either way, she should have the conversation with the guy and say, hey, this is where I'm at, by the way. We have maybe, if we haven't had that formal conversation, let's have that.
0: Right, because it sounds it, like it's working it because like they're both on ever, the same page. Yeah. I don't even oh, know. Oh, she
1: said we're on the same yeah, page. Yeah,
0: well, this is interesting because she's like, it's actually really healthy. I'm having great sex. So now I'm, I'm hearing what you're saying. And yeah, I could, I could see that if it's like once a month. Because I've had guys who are like, they fly in or they come through town yeah. once a month. And I literally have no connection but great sex. Yeah. But that no, it sounds like, literally no connection. I totally get that, Emily. Right. So I hear what you're saying, but I just feel like 26, she really wants something. It's still taking up space.
1: Okay. Probably. If she's texting, sexing. Okay, this is good. I, I love the point, counterpoint. Do, do you do you think <laughs> I love the reading? Yeah. Do you think that she can be having great sex with him if she doesn't have that intimate emotional see, that's connection? That's a great question. Yeah, that is such a good
0: question. You well, can. it depends how you define great sex. And she might not, to her, it might be like it's really hot. I'm having amazing orgasms. Um, he's sweet. And that that's how you define great sex. But for others, it could maybe she's never even had really intimate sex yes. yet. So some people have never even had that. So this is what I'm talking and, but about. But that doesn't
1: even say that it's for superior. Some people might just really like I don't know. Yeah, it's not emotionally, as emotionally involved. That might even be a turn on for some people. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So that for her could be totally. But I,
0: I know what you're saying. Like for me, like I don't know because I've had a great wild sex in the night, and then I've had this emotionally staring into each other's eyes connected sex too, and they're yeah. all great
1: yeah so, I, I also find that I can take more risks though with someone who I'm really I trust right So well, that it. that
0: is it, but you apparently safe she's, for a, she's
2: having a good time right right it's not hard to find it's, it can be hard, to find, hard to find amazing sex and what is it uh Good man is hard to find, but a hard man is even better. I don't know. That was Mae West. I don't That's know.
0: Hard man's even better. Okay. Um, this is Emily, age 21 in Florida. Hi, Emily. I'm a 21-year-old female, and I've always been attracted to guys almost double my age. I've dated men my age, but I do not feel the same sentiment like when I'm with an older man. My father has always been there for me, so it's not like I, I need a father-type figure in my life. Do you think this is normal or something I will grow out of? Thanks for your insight. That's all we got there. So that's a, that is a big age difference. 20 yeah, years. Yeah, And
2: a young girl at 21. Under 25, and, your brain is not developed. She's
0: not developed mm-hmm. yet. And so my only concern is like, I think she's experimenting now. And, and they're probably, even if her, she has a very healthy relationship with her dad, there just might be some nurturing. It's really attractive to be the man who has like power and can nurture you and take care of you. But again, for long term, I, I just, it's just the statistics, everything shows it just wouldn't work. They have nothing in common. And it's just, it's, it's different worlds. It really
2: is two generations apart, not one. And, and someone who promotes cougars, I have to say, that does not sound like a good call. <laughs> I'm saying, you know, it just, for whatever reason, it just strikes me as that there's something else going on there. It's cause it's, she's not saying the same kind of things that I hear young guys say, that, why they're attracted to older women.
0: Well, what do you hear from the young guys? The young guys the are sex. attracted
2: to older women mainly for, not just sex, it's, it's just like the freedom, the independence. They, they love the experience that older women can provide sexually uh, and, and just like the independence and confidence and all that kind of stuff. Right,
0: that's what, I, yeah, you have the stability and all that. But, but, well, I, but they're not looking like,
2: for like, someone to take care of them. Because right. they know they're not. That's not going to happen. But she's saying she has this attraction. Like it's, yeah, it's chemistry. It's. I don't know. I, I mean, it's I was kind, kind of and, a double standard. I guess for it is a double. Yeah. I
0: think so too. I mean, in a way, as long as it's healthy, it's a tricky one because it is. You hear this the cougar thing. We're going off on that, but it's okay for her to go out with these guys and experiment. But I would also like her to kind of challenge herself to see if she can find someone in their twenties, yep. attractive. Yeah,
1: yeah. I would say her question is it normal? Uh, I don't know if there is any normal. You know, when it comes to sex, There's like not. if this is what you're attracted to, this is what you're attracted to. But I think there is some unpacking to do there. Like, w- why this is the case? I mean, clearly it sounds like you, you she has been trying to unpack some. If she says she recognizes her relationship with her father is fine, but there is maybe there is something else there that you're looking for, right? Yeah,
2: daddy, daddy, daddy
1: issues.
0: I don't know. Yeah, yeah. as long as it's like healthy. But I, I would just say that again at 21, you don't know what you. I don't know what I want at 21. Yeah, so, I mean, what she's saying like, totally. she just was sexually into <clears throat> that. She's just attracted she, to him just, right now. I think she, it's, if you're attracted, that's fine. Go for it. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I we I don't think it's exactly go for it. But I don't know. I wouldn't like move in with someone and start having children right now.
1: That's right. What I'm yeah. Totally. But yeah. have some
0: sex. Have oh, some fun. Sometimes we get Be the safe.
1: we get the question. Yeah. You know, what would you feel com- uncomfortable, Cam, if your mom started dating someone your age? You know, in and. Yeah. Fuck yeah uncomfortable. <laughs> it would be really uncomfortable and i really thought a lot about this because the person i was speaking with was like adamant that it wouldn't be weird and i was like no it, i still it, part of me would judge my mom for you know being with someone who i think is in, in such a different phase of life and like doesn't have that awareness that what, i would what hope what about she'd if, it be sex, if it was just sex though and it was just sex i'd be totally fine with it just yeah. don't tell That's me at just, all. Saying, just don't just tell it. me. this is yeah. something where
2: you don't want to know right and,
1: and hopefully it would not be with one of my friends
2: it would never. That I, that's disrespectful. We got boundaries.
1: We have you. boundaries. Okay. And what about distant
2: friends? No
0: <laughs> acquaintances. Facebook friend, but you never met on the real life. <laughs> um, okay, you guys are awesome. This was so oh fun. I loved Thank having you, you here. Having Sex us. talk with my mom, Cam and Karen Lee. Where can people, What's go? What's new oh, and coming tell up? Them. Tell me tell everything. Them.
1: Well, we have an episode we're about to release, actually, the day that this episode Ooh, airs. Perfect. So, okay. if you go there now, you'll be able to hear our episode, or a clip of it, with Emily. Oh, I love that. It's a perfect episode. Thank ep- you. Yeah. It's
2: amazing. I love being we'll, we'll be taking. We'll be teasing out your favorite lines that okay. we got out of our yeah. interview. Oh, good. Yeah. Be all,
1: all the highlights we have with our favorite sex educators, which you are one of them.
2: But if you want to find us, we are on iTunes, and just search Sex Talk With My Mom. Right. And, and it's Sex Talk With My Mom on social yes. and we'll have this all on the well, show we're on instagram too. and all the rest of the channels and patreon yeah. and everything else so.
0: okay well this was awesome thank you so much for being here and we'll see you soon thanks
1: very fun bye. bye
0: bye okay everyone thanks for listening to the show god i love sex talk with my mom please check out their podcast. karen lee and cam are amazing and thank you everyone for listening thank you to my amazing team thank you to ken jamie our volunteer shannon and jenny producer lark sybil and michael thank you so much for listening was it good for you Text AskEmily to
2: 797979.
0: I love when I run into listeners of the podcast in the real world. You always ask me great sex questions, and lately you always ask me, is the womanizer really that good? Which doesn't surprise me because womanizer is still the top search term on sexwithemily.com. The good news is, I could talk about it all day. I call it the clit whisper because It seems to know exactly what I want. And I didn't think they could top the Womanizer to go. That's the one that's shaped like a lipstick. But guess what? They did. The latest Womanizer is called the Starlet. And it is so cute. It's got all the power of the original, but it's super tiny. And it literally fits in the palm of your hand. The Womanizer uses patented pleasure air technology to indirectly stimulate your clitoris with gentle suction and air pressure. It just feels so good. It is so effective that some women have an orgasm in 60 seconds, you know, if you're into that sort of thing. And if you haven't tried a Womanizer, this is the time. There are a bunch of different models, but trust me, all of them are the sure thing. To order your Womanizer Starlet, click on the Womanizer banner on my site or find it at goodvibes.com emily.